Hi friends, Ian here, one of the pastors at St. Mo's in the heart of Baltimore City. And this is our daily podcast, Every Day with St. Mo's, that we've been doing during this coronavirus pandemic. As of 5 p.m. today, that's May 15th, 2020, the governor of Maryland has lifted the stay-at-home order, replacing it instead with a, a safer-at-home advisory. For many of us, it looks and feels a lot like it did last week still. For those of us in Baltimore City, the restrictions have been extended by the mayor's executive order. Nonetheless, with phased reopening beginning across the nation, there's a palpable sense of emerging, or maybe it's just the warmer weather, I don't know. Uh, Not emerging from coronavirus by a long shot, but a gradual emerging from the first aggressive stage of lockdown and shutdown. And with that transition, we're transitioning this podcast. We began more or less with the lockdown order in Maryland on March 15th, and we've been together in daily podcasts Monday through Saturday since then. I want to pause and just take a moment to say I'm so deeply grateful to the many people who have contributed reflections to the podcast as well as to those of you who've listened to them and those of you who have shared them. We're not ending the podcast completely, but we are ramping it down as we emerge from lockdown. After today, the podcast will not be every day. I still have some wonderful guests lined up and we'll push out new episodes periodically, but they won't be daily anymore, which of course makes the podcast title a little funny, but there you go. All that to say, If this is proving a helpful resource to you, if you'd like to hear more, do take a moment now to subscribe. That way, when new podcast episodes drop, you won't miss them. Also, those of you at St. Mo's know that we have a longer format content in the form of sermons uh, that are housed on a different podcast called St. Mo's Church. That's just S-T period, Moses Church. There's a chance that you'll enjoy that if you have enjoyed this, though. Fair warning, they're far longer. Before we ramp down, though, a retrospective podcast for today. Today's thoughts come from the book of Deuteronomy. You might remember that Deuteronomy opens with a sort of preamble, explaining that All that follows is content from an address that Moses gave to the people as they emerged from the desolate wilderness on the verge of the promised land. It was a journey that, almost wryly, the the author notes normally takes 11 days, but for the children of God, the wilderness had lasted 40 years. And while as a people they'll never return to that particular bit of geography, God would guide individuals and whole groups of their descendants into the wilderness again and again. For it's there that he most has our ear. So think of this passage in that light. Moses' words on the other side of the wilderness, almost ready to emerge. This is Deuteronomy 4, verses 9 and 10a in the NLT. But watch out. Be careful 
never to forget what you yourself have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. And be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. Never forget the day when you stood before the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, where he told me, Summon the people before me, and I will personally instruct them. Dr. Robert Clinton, I think he goes by Bobby, but I don't know him, published a book years ago that has become quite a staple in Christian leadership circles. It's called The Making of a Leader. One of the central theses of that book is that God takes preparation and formation far more seriously than most of us do, right? We tend to think of bashing out school, you pick up an apprenticeship or a degree or two, maybe some certifications or licensing, and then you're good to go, qualified to go and lead. But God Clinton argues, begins shaping us long before school. His shaping runs longer than that, and it forms more deeply than schooling and certifications and all that. Controversially, he suggests that for many of us, up to the first two-thirds of our lives is about shaping us. It's about preparing us and forging us. The fruitfulness, the real fruitfulness, comes on the other side of preparation. I'm not swallowing the uh, two-thirds principle hook, line, and sinker, and neither do you need to, but, but his emphasis is a good one. It makes us ask the question, what has God been teaching me in X, in whatever phase of my life? In fact, he gets really pointed, and he says effectively, unless we identify digest and onboard whatever it is that God is teaching us in a given phase, we'll just keep on repeating that lesson, almost like a kid taking two runs at second grade. My guess is that he's hyperbolizing that point a bit, but then think of all the Bible characters who seem to just go in circles and repeat and repeat. So I think that's great advice to try to clarify what is the lesson. And now's a good time. It's a good time for us to pause, even just for five minutes, and to ask yourself, what has God been teaching you in this lockdown phase? No, coronavirus is not about you. No, I'm not suggesting that all this is nothing more than God trying to get your attention or my attention. But let's imagine this like our own Deuteronomy 4, 9, and 10 moment. Perhaps one of many in our lives. A moment where we want to crystallize what it is that God personally instructed you when he summoned you to himself in the wilderness. It might be worth revisiting our answers in a month or three years or later on down the road to see not only if we still think whatever it was that we think today was indeed something God was speaking to us during this time, but also to ask whether or not we've internalized it, whether or not we've been formed by it. In a way, these podcasts have been mine and the other contributors' real-time efforts to listen to God speak through His Spirit in Scripture and in life in the middle of this season. And it could be that some of what He's been teaching us, He's been speaking to you too. So here are a few of the themes that I've found us lingering on. Here's the first. God is with you even and especially 
in hard places. Hopefully we won't head back into a second wave of coronavirus, but all of us will face suffering and bleak paths in our lives. Could it be that one of God's lessons for you these last few months is that he's with you, near to you, understanding and empathizing with what you are experiencing? The isolation of suffering doesn't mean he's far off. If anything, it means he's close, behind you and before you, upholding you, with you in the wilderness. Here's another theme. God is at work. Do you have eyes to see it and ears to hear it? Several of the episodes have reflected on God's generativity, the fact that he's productive, bringing life out of barrenness, healing scars into beautiful signs of grace. Like the song says, even when you don't see it, or even when I don't see it, you're working. Is the lesson you're internalizing one that means you slow down enough to pay attention to Robin's eggs and to the voice of the Spirit? Here's another theme. One of the ways God shows up is in us for each other. The biblical notions of image bearing and of being God's ambassadors are, are not throwaway. In fact, one of the concrete ways that his grace tunnels toward us in our isolation is through the kindness of Christian sisters and brothers who think, act, and speak a little bit like the Father. So text messages and food deliveries and cards in the post, FaceTime prayers, socially distanced walks and drive-by happy birthdays, all of these become eruptions of God's specific love for us. Here's a fourth theme. God sees the vulnerable, and he'll help us to also if we let him. As the pastors have tried to pay attention to needs and vulnerabilities within the St. Mo's church family, and as we've reached out offering various forms of help, more often than not, the response we get is, well, I, actually, I'd love to help someone. What can I help with? Who can I help? And in these cases, I don't think it's pride. I think that this is hearts increasingly attuned to God's own heart. God sees the vulnerable and he cares. And as we walk with him, we become more like him. Number five, God really does take care of us. Sometimes the thing that is missing is not his provision, but gratitude. All of us have experienced loss during the season, from extreme loss to less extreme loss. But we've also noticed, maybe more than in the pre-pandemic days, just how much we have to be grateful for. And what a better way to live, whether in days of loss or days of gain, to, to live gratefully with wonder in our eyes and thanks on our lips. Here's a sixth, and this is the last one I want to draw out. Your emotions aren't too much for God. Your emotions are not too much for God. The anxiety, the fear, the frustration, confusion, questions, doubts, boredom, loneliness, the, the guilty feeling that maybe you don't feel more than you do, your emotions are a gift from God. They're part of being made in his image. And there are, to be sure, better and worse ways of expressing emotions and of living in them. 
but there's not much that's more biblical than expressing them to God and asking for his guidance in living in them. You're not too much for him. So there's no need to come before him with only a portion of yourself. As I reflect on it, those are some of the major themes that have emerged in the course of the daily Every Day with St. Mo's podcast. Of course, that's just my perspective, and there was nothing remotely thorough about my approach. But whether one of these themes resonates with you or not, I'm hoping that you'll take away from this episode the resolve to ask yourself that question. God, what have you been speaking to me in all this? What are the new ways you're teaching me to depend on you, to draw near to you? In this season, what are the primary things you're forming in my character? Would you do that? Would you take a few minutes to do that even today? Let me pray for us, and I'll leave a brief bit of space. Probably not enough for you to answer that question, but maybe enough to get the wheels turning with God in the conversation. Let me pray. God, would you come be with us by your Spirit? Would you give us ears to hear and eyes to see? Would you surface in our hearts the primary lesson or lessons that you have been teaching us during this season? How have you been speaking, Father? How is it that you are drawing us to yourself afresh? How is it that you are changing us and asking us to embrace your transformation within us? We pause. We listen. Amen. One last reminder, friends, as we transition away from daily podcasts, if you haven't subscribed, doing so will ensure that new podcasts get to you when they are released. Grace and peace. I hope to see you before too long.